Welcome to the Indie Brand Builder Podcast, where successful entrepreneurs and industry experts get real about what it takes to build a seven-figure product brand with your host, Jeremy Robinson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indie Brand Builder, where creative entrepreneurs and product designers are building successful, purpose-driven businesses so that they can accomplish their financial dreams while making a difference in the world. Be sure to check out IndieBrandBuilder.com and subscribe for updates. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to create stellar product videos on the cheap. That means doing it yourself. Now, when you're optimizing your website for conversions, you need to consider every communication tool at your disposal. And making product videos is a great way to increase engagement and give people a deeper affinity for your products. Now, of course, you can outsource this process, but SoYoung recently created a set of videos covering all of our major product categories. And so I'm going to share the exact process step-by-step that we used here. Now, if the idea seems a bit intimidating at first, rest assured that the technology is now at the point where creating a product video yourself is well within reach, though you're gonna need to be open to learning and trying new things. Now, if you go to IndieBrandBuilder.com, I actually have a link to our finished videos. There's five of them and they're they're really brief. They're just about a minute each. So you're welcome to check them out there. Okay, before I get into it, you're probably also wondering about costs. Now again, we did this in-house, but there are still some costs associated. So our budget for five videos included a budget for professional voiceovers. So you can do these yourself, but we hired a premium voiceover artist Um, And we spent about $200 on that for the five videos. Now, there were other voice artists out there that actually were quite a bit less expensive and may have done a comparable job, but I wanted to make sure it was really done right. The other item that I'm including in our budget was a background music. So we purchased a piece of background music that was about $50. So total budget was $250 for the five videos. Now, You could definitely do it for cheaper, but that's what we chose to spend to make sure it met our standards. Now, there's also, of course, the issue of equipment and the software you're going to need. Again, there are costs involved here, but they're relatively reasonable given the power of this technology. And and obviously, you should be able to get lots of use out of this equipment if you're willing to invest in it. So the actual camera we use is something called a Sony A6000 camera, which costs about $600. It shoots great stills and videos. And best of all, uh, unlike a lot of digital SLRs, which also shoot videos, and you've probably seen these, the you know the the um, Canon um, Rebel is a is a popular series, but these actually will autofocus in video mode, which is very handy when you're shooting if you're moving around. Now you could use a smartphone. The new smartphones shoot excellent videos, but this is a step up from that for sure. But smartphones do shoot very good high definition videos these days. Uh, the other item we used, obviously, we need you need a tripod if you're going to be shooting any video. We bought one on Amazon for about $30. It's perfectly adequate. Finally, you need video editing software. And um, we, we use Final Cut X, which is a premium video software. It costs about $300. But you could easily, if you're on a Mac, you could easily use iMovie instead, which is free. 
Uh, it's included with the system software. And there are plenty of Windows video software options, and many of them are well under $100. So equipment budget, depending on which way you go, if you decide to use a dedicated camera, you know, it could run you in the $600 to $1,000 range, including software. Could be much less if you cho choose to do it on the cheap, and you definitely could, especially for your first videos, if, if you're just getting the hang of this. Okay, now let me walk you through the exact process we used to create our product videos. So step one is you want to start with your script. So the first task is creating the script. It's going to form the voiceover of your video. And you should cover all the distinguishing features of your products and your brand. And if it's possible, you should really aim to keep your video less than 60 seconds in length. You know, people's attention spans on the web are very short. Now, obviously, if it takes longer to tell your story, do that. But I'd highly recommend keeping it as short as possible. So if you're talking about 60 seconds, this really works out to 100 to 150 words of copy for your video. Now, as you're crafting the script, focus on demonstrable benefits and facts. You want to avoid superlatives like amazing, incredible, premier. These tend to undermine the credibility when it's coming from the brand itself or the manufacturer itself. So be conscious also of how the script is going to flow by picturing the accompanying shots that you're, you can see uh, going with each statement about the product. So order the descriptions of the features appropriately so that they'll flow with any scene that you're planning to shoot. So that's step one, writing the script. Step two is actually recording the voiceover. Now, I would suggest outsourcing this, but you can do it yourself. Uh, if you've got a professional microphone and you're comfortable with that, we actually just went to Fiverr.com where you can preview a number of voiceover artists and choose the one you feel is best suited to your brand. Now, a professional voiceover artist is generally going to cost more than $5, but can still be a relative bargain. Again, we paid more, but I don't know if we actually got a better result, but I just wanted to get it right with one take and it still felt relatively reasonable, but you could easily get your voiceover done for you know $20, uh, 20 to $30 at most. The voiceover artist should provide you with a fully edited, professionally recorded file, which you can actually drop directly into your video when it's ready. So that's it. So at this point, you should have a script and the voiceover sort of forming the basis of the timeline for your video. So now you want to start planning your shoot. Before you shoot anything, you need to plan it out. So there are three tasks really associated with the planning phase. First of all, you want to create a list of shots. So you should be able to make a list based on your video script that you've already written and recorded. Since you're essentially just shooting a quick demonstration of each of the product features. So you just want to really support each statement with an image of some sort. Number two, you want to just scout out your location or make sure you know your location really well. You may already have a setting in mind, but if you don't, scout out a few potential locations and make sure they have everything you need to support your shoot, including appropriate space, backgrounds, 
and light. Obviously, natural light is best, but if you don't have natural light, you're going to need uh, supporting lights and you're going to need power supply for those lights. And you also need to note where you're going to place the camera in each location and make sure that there's enough space and just plan your general list of shots. The third planning item you're going to want to deal with is a list of props, people, and wardrobe items if uh, applicable to your shoot. So for So Young, this meant deciding what items we'd show being put into the bags in order to demonstrate their carrying capacity. And there were also some shots of people wearing the products, uh, but we were actually able to shoot these on the back of a photo shoot we were doing. Uh, but again, we wanted to plan out each shot and who would be in each of them. Now, if you're interested, you can actually go to the post on Indie Brand Builder on shooting your own videos and you can download our planning documents just to get an idea of how we planned our shoot. And this is just a list of notes that we made, including the scripts, uh, to get a sense of what we would need and make sure we were entirely ready for the shoot itself. Okay, so now you're ready. You've got it all planned out. The step four is to actually shoot your clips. Now, if you wanna elevate your video to the next level, I'd strongly suggest shooting each major scene from at least two angles. For instance, we shot Catherine packing each bag from the side and from the top, which allowed us to cut the shot in the middle of a movement, and it gives the video a more professional look. Now, you're gonna to need to be aware of the consistency between the two shots by rehearsing the series of movements being performed, but this will allow you to create a really slick cut right in the middle of a movement, which makes it look very natural and like you have multiple camera angles. Lighting is the other major thing you're gonna to need to check. If you can find a space that has natural light that's not too bright, so there's a ton of shadows, that's gonna be ideal. But if not, you're gonna to wanna to bring a floodlight that can be pointed at the shot. And if you're using natural light, you'll again, need to keep an eye on consistency. If the light changes, a cloud comes by, you may have to reshoot previous scenes. And finally, you're gonna to wanna to review all of your shots on a computer before you wind up the shoot, just to ensure that you have the shots and the quality that you need. It's a lot easier uh, to redo a scene at the shoot then have to come back or try and fix it in editing. Okay, and that brings us to step five, which is creating an edit of your video. Now, this is potentially the most time intensive part of the process and potentially the most confusing for someone who hasn't done it before. However, if you've planned your shoot well, it should be fairly straightforward once you get the hang of it. Now, I find editing to be a lot of fun. Uh, so, you know, you can consider this a great opportunity to learn a new skill and get into something that's really engaging and stimulating. It's really, it's just great to see something that you've planned out really come together and you can create your shots to make them look like a single seamless narrative. Now, if you're on a Mac, again, iMovie is perfectly adequate for editing your video and it's bundled free with your system software. Now, if you're on a PC, there are a number of inexpensive options available and I've created a list or a link to a list on the Indie Brand Builder website post version of this podcast. Again, you can just go there, click on the link and you'll see a list of, of uh, cheap video editing softwares. You can just Google, you know, great video editing softwares for PCs under $100. Uh, 
uh, and you'll get some good lists there as well. Now, I'm not gonna get into the basics of using the actual video editing software. There are tons of tutorials out there on the web. And again, I have a link in the post version of this podcast if you wanna check that out. However, I will give you some tips on the general workflow we used specifically for editing our product videos. So first, you gotta start by importing the voiceover recording, and this really is going to define your timeline. So the voiceover is your timeline. It's gonna provide a guide for all of your edits. Next, you wanna import all of the clips associated with your video that you've shot and assemble them on the timeline so that they roughly correspond with the voiceover. Don't worry about getting everything perfect right now. Just get them in a general place. Then go in and start to tweak the beginning and the end of the individual shots so that they start to form a polished edit. I would suggest timing the cut of each shot to fall on the first word of the voiceover that's describing that specific feature or shot so that the image is clearly aligned with the commentary. Again, if you want to go to the site and have a look at the videos we created, you'll see I have intentionally done this. There's a there's almost a beat where if the narrative is describing a specific feature, I've put the cut right on the beginning of that sentence. Now, if you have some longer shots or scenes, this is where you can do that sort of pro move of combining two angles to give the video more depth. And again, try to match the cut of the shot to the movement within the scene to create a consistency. If someone's picking something up, you can cut right on that and it'll really create a nice effect. Uh, once I have a rough edit, I'll usually put it aside for a few hours or maybe pick it up the next day. And this just allows me to come back to it with a fresh perspective. And I'll usually notice a few more tweaks that I can make to polish it up nicely. Okay, so now you should have a good edit of your video that aligns with the spoken word narrative or voiceover of your video. And the final sort of polishing step is to add background music. Background music is gonna add a mood and polish to your video, tying it all together. And there are a huge number of stock music providers online, so you can feel free to do your own web search, but the one I use most frequently is called premiumbeat.com. Slightly more expensive than other options, uh, but it has a great search function. It has really high quality music and allows you to search by genre and mood and tracks are typically you know, 40 or $50. I like to test the track and actually just run the music in the background while I turn my video on. So I just have a browser window open and I have my video editing software open and I just adjust the volume so I can kind of get an idea of how it's gonna feel. The, the music tracks typically have a, a sound watermark on them, but uh, you can get a very good idea just by playing it in the background of your video. All right, so obviously you're gonna download the music and just add it to your timeline, fade it out at the end as your video ends. All right, step seven, this is where you upload the videos to your video hosting service. Now. Uploading your videos to YouTube is kind of a no-brainer because YouTube, in case you didn't know, is actually the world's second largest search engine. So it's potentially sending new traffic to your site and really creating brand awareness to people who would never have discovered you 
otherwise. So you want to be searchable on YouTube. Some here's some hints for becoming searchable. First of all, include a link to your product page in the video description so that you can ensure video viewers will actually be able to find your website if they're interested in your products. Second, use your main keywords in the product title. Again, the description and tags will ensure that your video appears in relevant YouTube search results. So you want to make sure you got the right, most potent keywords for your products. Also, you may want to consider adding subtitles to your video for those people watching with their volume off. And YouTube makes this extremely easy using their advanced editor. So you've got your entire script already typed out for your voiceover artist. So you can upload this and then you just tweak it to match the timing of your video. Again, if you just want to search that in YouTube, it's pretty straightforward and they have some good tutorials on how to do this. Now, the downside of embedding a YouTube video on your site is that at the end of the video, it's going to prompt to watch other videos on YouTube's platform, which potentially distracts them from the sale and may even take them right away from your website. So what we do is we do actually upload a version of the videos to YouTube, but the videos actually embedded in our product pages are actually hosted on a platform called wistia.com. Now it is a paid service. It's pretty reasonable, uh, but there's actually a free tier for up to five videos. So this might be a great way to start. And that allows you the advantage of having a fully embedded video on your site that's not going to pull visitors away to YouTube. But again, you're going to want to cover YouTube because it's such a powerful platform for getting the word out there about your products. Okay, the final step in the process obviously is embedding the videos on your product pages. So you can place the videos anywhere on your site, but I would strongly suggest also having them on your product pages since this is typically where people are going to be making their buying decision. Now, if you're using Shopify like us, there is a video embed button in the editor that allows you to easily add a pop-up video. And if you're using Wistia, they have a great uh, bit of embed code that generates a really slick pop-up video from, uh, from a preview thumbnail. That being said, you know, regardless of what platform you're using, pretty much every platform will allow some form of easy embedding of video. In conclusion, I mean, product videos are a great tool to have in your marketing arsenal. In addition to enhancing sales on your own site, you know, they can be shared on any other platform and via your retailers to help inform new audiences about the benefits of your products. Now, not everyone is into watching videos, but for those that are, and some people would actually prefer to watch videos, you've got a great and powerful engagement tool. And the process of creating your own videos can be very cost effective if you're willing to take it on yourself. And I can tell you, if you're willing to put in the time in the beginning, it can be a really fun process that you may come to enjoy and find engaging. I'm Jeremy Robinson. Thanks for joining me. For more insights on building a seven-figure product brand, including free downloadable training material, visit IndieBrandBuilder.com.